Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. The power of 15 minutes. That's the topic for today's conversation on the Exceptional Sales Lead Up podcast. Hello, welcome back. This is Darren Mitchell and uh, welcome to you if you're a brand new listener and also welcome back if you are a listener who has been around for a little while. This is episode, I think, about 264. So I've been doing this for about 12 months. So hopefully, for those of you who have been listening, hopefully it's continuing to add value and is uh, is helping you on your quest to become an exceptional sales leader. So I wanted to talk about this today because I'm having a lot of conversations with uh, with groups at the moment and whether it be around productivity, whether it be around leadership, sales, negotiation, etc., there's a common theme that comes up and the common theme tends to be around time and that is... People tend to use time as a excuse, and I say that respectfully, for poor performance or non-performance or delaying performance, delaying various things. And it's often a case of, oh, I don't have enough time. There's too many other things to do. And when I'm working with these leaders and their teams, I'm constantly amazed at how often they just float through time, almost without a care in the world. And there's no sense of urgency that sits with them, and they're just waiting almost for something to happen. Now, there's a couple of different types of people. I won't go into the, into the depths, of, depths of psychology about this, but essentially there are two types of people. People who are what we call in time, where they tend to be more spontaneous and they tend to make decisions on the spot. They're not really an avid planner and they just feel their way through things. And they can get caught up often in, in a lot of busyness as well. And dare I say it, sometimes suffering from shiny thing syndrome because they do live in the moment. So they're more spontaneous in time people. Then you've also got the through-time people who are tending to be more planners, more methodical around what they do, uh, and they also have their challenges as well. But equally, whether you're an in-time or a through-time type person, uh, often we don't necessarily have a full appreciation of time and how finite it is. Now, you just have to look at people when they turn up to trainings and turn up to meetings. And I do a lot of training now on Zoom and have done for the last 12 months, particularly given the situation around COVID. And even with that, it's amazing how many people turn up after the time that the class was supposed to start or the training was supposed to start. And often this is five or 10 minutes later. Then you're going to have others who will turn up five to 10 minutes early. So I've got to be on the Zoom call a lot earlier because there's always going to be some people who jump in a lot earlier. And they, they tend to be people who have a better appreciation of time. Now, if I look back to my sales leadership days and this, this played out perfectly as well. There are often people who are constantly late for meetings, whether that be a team meeting, a one-on-one meeting, or even, God forbid, a customer meeting. And they always had excuses. They were never, ever on time or early for anything. And I remember my very, one of my very first mentors, Alice, used to talk about this a lot. She said, well, if you're on time, you're actually late. But to be on time is to be early. And so it started to develop a discipline around getting uh, to appointments earlier so that you are prepared to get into the appointment when the appointment is supposed to start, not turning up on time when it's supposed to start, thinking that's okay to be on time because it actually is, is being late. And so I started to think about this, and I had this conversation with a group on Monday, actually, when I was running a, a, a workshop for them, and we were talking about this concept of uh, time and productivity, and, and we are talking about the power that sits within a finite period of time. And we, t- and we talked about 15 minutes. 
And 15 minutes is a great uh, example because it's a it's a short amount of time, but it's also an easy amount of time to just let it fly through and fly by where you don't even notice it. And so a lot of people therefore don't have a huge amount of appreciation of what 15 minutes actually feels like, looks like, and is. And so I asked the question of these guys, how often do you guys go for coffee? And they said, well, yeah, now that we're back in the office, we do a lot of coffees. I said, okay, how long does that normally take? And by the time they get out of the office, walk to the coffee shop, find a table, order their coffee, and then sit down, it's probably more than 15 minutes already gone that has been uh, taken up in just getting to that particular venue. And then when they get the coffee, there's another one, two, or maybe three 15-minute increments that take place by the time they have the coffee, have the conversation, get up, ready to go. And then there's another 15 or so minutes coming back to the office. So by, by the time you finish it, it could be, and this is a bit of an exaggeration I know for a lot of people, but it could be over an hour to have a coffee. And, and you think about, okay, where, where did that hour go and how productive was that hour? And we've got to think about this in terms of time being the only real finite resource that we have. So it's really, really important for us to use it effectively. Now, when I'm talking to teams around productivity and time management and priority management in particular, I talk about the fact that we've got 86,400 seconds available to us every single day. Or if you break that down into something that's more tangible for most people to comprehend, it equates to 96 15-minute increments. Now, if you then take all the all the other things you've got to do, like uh, rest, relaxation, uh, spending time with the family, sleeping, all that sort of stuff, you'll be left with a work chunk of time that is your productive product, productivity time, if you like, to get things done you need to get done to move the dial forward. And so if you break that time down into 15-minute increments, you'll end up with a number of 15-minute increments. And so how many increments do you have available to you each day? But also start to think about how many of these increments do you blow through each and every day, not even thinking about 15 minutes, not even thinking about where 15 minutes goes. Because if you sit down and analyze this, there is so much waste of time that happens each and every day. Even when you as a sales leader think you're being really, really productive, but then you look at your team and you're also thinking they're really productive. I remember seeing some research done on a group of telesales people. And this research was a couple of years old now, but the research was they wanted to understand uh, for a telesales team where their job was to get on the phone and make outbound calls, but also take inbound inquiries, how much time through a normal nine and a half hour workday, because it's probably less than that now, but a nine and a half hour workday, how much time did they actually spend on the phone selling to their potential customers? And what was staggering is on an average nine and a half hour day, it was less than half an hour of actual productive phone calls. Now, you've got a telesales team there that their role is to sell and be on the phone selling. And in a nine and a half day, you've got a very, very small percentage of their day actually spent doing the core role and doing the core responsibilities that they're there to do. That, to me, is staggering. Now, when they analyzed it even further, what they found was there was a lot of other things that this team was required to do. And many of them were looking for reprioritizing these things so they didn't have to speak on the phone because some of them didn't like to make the outbound calls for whatever reason. And so they would be doing administration work. They'd be doing paper shuffling. They'd be doing internal strategy and tactical type meetings. They would be planning for particular calls they needed to make. They might even be doing presentations and ready, getting ready for a pitch that they were hoping to get when they made us a single phone call. And the really interesting part about this research is before the statistics were made, before they actually did the research to understand exactly how much time they were spending on the phone, 
to their potential customers, they did some initial conversations with them to get a sense from the IntelliSales team in terms of how much time do they spend on the phone. And their, their responses were equally staggering because they believed they spent the better part of the whole day on the telephone making phone calls or responding to sales inquiries. But in actual fact, the research and the analysis showed there was only a half, under half an hour of the actual day in productivity time, which begs the question of what the hell they're doing most of the time. They might have been on the phone to others, but they would have been not necessarily talking about sales or strategy. They would have just been doing some administration stuff or who knows what, what they were doing. And so this particular organization, they said, right, if we just doubled, if we just doubled their call time, what would happen to those results? And the results, as you can probably appreciate, uh, exponentially improved because one of the key things they did understand was there were so many things that were in the in the way of these people being productive. If they take all of the excuses away and put in some stringent KPIs to say, okay, in a nine and a half hour day, and this wasn't too onerous, if you just got to making uh, an hour's worth of phone calls per day, and that's the first benchmark, then what will happen to the results? And the results started to be absolutely staggering because it started to increase exponentially. So that's a classic example of the power of time when you really focus on the time that you've got allocated. Now, as we always talk about as well, we cannot manage time. The only thing we can do is we can manage the priorities that we have within the time that's been allocated. However, if we can start to understand the power of time increments, and particularly use the power of 15 minutes, you'd be amazed at what you can achieve in blocks of 15 minutes. But what it starts with, it starts with the recognition that the 15 minutes is there and I wanna focus on those 15 minutes and doing one thing at a time. The problem with most people, and this, is, this includes sales leaders and their teams, is that they don't necessarily have full conscious awareness of the amount of time they're spending on certain tasks. So they just allow 15 minutes, another 15 minutes, another 15 minutes, and another 15 minutes to pass by without being really laser focused on the tasks at hand and therefore maximizing the amount of time they do utilize on a particular task. So making sure that they're focused and aware of the 15 minute increments, that is the first step, being consciously aware of that. Now, let's think about what can you actually do in 15 minutes. What if you took your day and you broke your day up into 15 minute increments and you literally allocated certain tasks or certain areas of focus for each of those 15 minute increments? What could you do and what could you focus on? Now, this is going to be different for many people, but I just I just wrote down a couple of examples to think about that you could allocate to a 15-minute increment. So what could you do in 15 minutes? Well, one of the things you could do is you could sit down and have a meaningful conversation with one of your team members. If you're not having one-on-ones, and I, and I hear this a lot, that a lot of leaders don't have one-on-ones with their team because they think, quote-unquote, I don't have time. Well, I'm going to call that absolute bollocks because it simply means it's not being a priority for you. It only takes 15 minutes to sit down with a person and have a decent conversation about one or two topics. And before you know it, 15 minutes is gone. But that 15 minutes, which is laser focused, you'd be amazed at what you can get done in that particular time. So 15 minutes to sit down with one of your team members. Hey, you can also do, depending on how far a coffee shop is away from you, you could actually use 15 minutes to get to the coffee shop, but you can then sit down with a team member and have a coffee for 15 minutes or for two 15 minute increments. But being really aware of the amount of time you're spending and making sure ultimately you're present with that particular person in that 15 minute increment. What else can you do? Well, you might have a presentation coming up to a senior executive or you might be doing a presentation to your senior board, uh, for example. So in 15 minutes, how much can you get done in terms of a presentation or at least the outline of a presentation? You might actually put down two or three key points that become the framework 
for a presentation to the board or the senior, senior executive group. You don't have to do the whole presentation at once, but in 15 minutes, you can get down some two or three key ideas that could be the benchmark or the foundation for that great presentation. In 15 minutes, you could reach out to a customer. Now, as senior executives, as senior leaders, as sales leaders, my expectation would be, and I'm sure this is the same for you, that you maintain relationships with key stakeholders, key executives within your customer base. So one phone call can take 15 minutes. One phone call can take five minutes. In 15 minutes, there's no reason why you can't reach out to one or two customers just to, just to touch base to say, g'day, how things are going, just thinking about you, just want to make sure everything's all right, uh, and get some, uh, get some informal feedback from them. Reach out to a customer only takes 15 minutes. If you're in a team or manage a team that is a new business development type role, then hey, 15 minutes, you could easily contact two to three potential new customers. Now, you'd probably do more than that, but from a phone call point of view, maybe doing a little bit of research before you jump on the phone, but making two to three phone calls in 15 minutes is easily achievable. But you also might want to use different methods. Uh, it might well be a outreach on LinkedIn or formulate an email that you want to send out. So you can do that and send an email out to two or three customers in a 15-minute block. It, it's amazing how much you can get done in 15 minutes. You could also design a powerful marketing message. So if you're looking at uh, running a, a new campaign or trying to penetrate a new market, in 15 minutes, you could start at least the framework to design a powerful new marketing message. It doesn't have to necessarily be fully completed, but at least you start it and, and it gives you something as a canvas to start working on. From my perspective, it's easy to record a podcast. So I've been doing a podcast now for 12 months. So my podcast, if you've been listening for a while, is anything from 15 to 20 minutes. So roughly, say this is 15 minutes. In 15 minutes, that's all it takes to record a podcast. Now, another 15 minutes to edit it and upload it onto the various platforms. But in two 15-minute increments, sometimes three, depending on how many mistakes I make and how many things I have to re-record, which is quite often, uh, it, it doesn't take a huge amount of time. But once it's done, it's done. So it, it's the power of 15 minutes times three. In 45 minutes, I've got a podcast out there to the world for everybody to listen to, and it's evergreen. It's I recorded, people are still listening to podcasts that I recorded 12 months ago. So it's, it's, the, it's not so much set and forget, but in 15 minutes, I can record something that can be leveraged over the next five days, 15 days, 50 days, five years. It's, it's just the power of 15 minutes. And from a sales team perspective, you can also sit down and maybe even brainstorm some ideas to solve a problem or brainstorm ideas to create a strategy. Just brainstorm. So 15 minutes. So breaking down your day into 15-minute increments is a really, really powerful way to focus your attention on a task at hand, focus your attention on maybe a specific strategy or a specific behavior, and then allocate that time and dedicate your time so that you're 100% focused on that task for that period of time. And you would be amazed because this is the key word. It needs to be intentional. So if you've got some intentionality about what you're doing, the power of 15 minutes will compound over time to deliver you exceptional, exceptional results. Whether that be in a sales realm, whether that be bringing on new customers, whether that be formulating a new marketing messages, whether that be recording a podcast, if that's something you want to do, whether that's reaching out to existing customers or whether that's simply you as a sales leader spending more time and being more intentional with the team you've got so you can sit down and be more present with them and really help them become better and develop in their, in their areas of expertise that they can get better and drive better results. It only takes 15 minutes to do that. So there it is, guys. That is the power of 15 minutes. My question for you is, how much are you using your 15-minute increments each day? And are you, using, are you using it to its fullest 
potential. If if you're not, something to think about today is break your day down into 15 minutes and just analyze what are you doing in the next 15 minutes. Hopefully, you've just listened to this podcast and now if you listen to it, hopefully you now sit down and think about, okay, what can I now do in the next 15 minutes to move the dial forward, to make me better, to help my team become better and therefore help drive the team to better results. And of course, if I can help you do all of that, love to work with you one-on-one. I've got some spaces opening up over the next week or so. Love to work with you one-on-one and help you take your sales leadership to the exceptional level. You know the drill. Simply go to leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time. We'll sit down and have a conversation and we can start working together as early as this week, if not next week. So with that said, I hope you enjoy a phenomenal and highly productive Wednesday today, hump day, and I look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.